everybody, this is Kim Justice and you're listening to the Scene World Podcast. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> Sup, my fools. It is the Scene World Podcast. My name is AJ. His name is Jurg. Hello. And this is the Scene World Podcast, which I already Hello. said. How are you? Yeah. Sir? How are you? Good. Good. Glad to see you again. I'm glad to see me too as well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So, in a minute, we are talking to Min and Mina Becker from Min Becker. Exactly. They have a new game. They have a lot of stuff that they're doing right now, and we're going to talk about that and show you some of that very, very, very yeah. shortly because yeah. we don't have very much news. And it's, again, an exclusive interview because it's the first interview they ever gave internationally in English. So, mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Yes, indeed. And also, what we can say is that the game we talk about in the interview has already been released on... On a uh, Switch? No. On? No, it's, it's Switch on, is coming later. Yes. But it's on Steam, I wanted yes. to say. It's on Steam and, and, and yeah. it's on the Android store. I've got it yeah. right here on my phone. I freaking love this game. But I don't, I don't have it because it's not available for iOS. But mm. I have it on my PC as it's available on Steam. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Speaking yes. about um, old games and stuff, uh -huh. there is a piece of news and that um, it was announced that the um, the Z Week 20 is coming to the stores yes. in October. So you can actually just pre-order it over um, Amazon UK. Yes, and then, now this is the the the, six, the the C64 when that came out that had a mode in it that let you do Vic, emulate a VIC-20 as well. Um, and so this one is a special edition of, it's the same machine, it's, it's the C64, but it looks like the VIC-20. Is it? Yeah, it's the I same thought it, I thought I thought it is um, not having the C64 included. No, no, it definitely has. No, it's the same machine, It's just it just looks like the VIC-20. It's just cosmetically the VIC-20. But it, that, that doesn't explain why you can't pre-order it anywhere else except UK right now. And you said it, it hasn't been announced in NTSC version either. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, so it's, it's, un, it's not available. The C64 in general is not available in the US um, because I don't know what, but, you know, it's it's HDMI. So what's what is NTSC anymore? You know, like it doesn't matter. It does. It does. Um, the eight bit guy proved that the C sixty four Mini Paul, when he released it, almost didn't work on any monitors in America. Mm, okay. So it still does matter. You are wrong here. Sorry okay. to put you wrong here. Okay. It is a difference. HDMI so, is still connected to the fifty hertz, sixty hertz right. refresh rate. So okay, so um, so the the difference between this and the C sixty four is um, the chassis and keyboard are the same, but the colors have been tweaked to look more like the Vic twenty, and it's got you know the label says the Vic twenty, 
Um, it also, um, there will be three, slick, three switchable modes available. One boots directly into VIC-20 Basic, the other into C64 Basic, and the other one that goes to the game carousel, you know, that, that the C64 had, but they'll be, you know, based more on VIC-20 stuff. And they include quite a few. There's a, a bunch of games that are included, in, uh, Abductor, Andy's Attack, Arcadia, Bewitched, Blitzkrieg, Brainstorm, Catch a Snatcher, Connect Four, um, you know, a bunch of games. And there's also the the C64, you know, Alley Cat, Boulder Dash, California games. It's the whole the 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 whole gamut. Um, so well, I guess the main difference probably here is that the Vic Twenty is actually the default mode to go mm-hmm. into. Right, right. Probably yes. makes more sense. Yes, yes, indeed. So probably the other way around than the the Z64. Yeah. And that's due to go to due to hit shelves on October twenty third, twenty twenty, for a price of one hundred and nine pounds, or one hundred and nineteen euros. Um, but again, it's just in, just in Britain or the Britain, yeah, the fucking nineteen forty two. The UK, at the Still, moment, just yeah. in the UK, yeah. Which is uh, interesting because you know, starting um, interestingly, the distributor. Is Koch Media, and Koch Media is a German mm-hmm. company yeah. that is distributing the British version of the uh, uh, the Wig Twenty, mm-hmm. which doesn't really make sense why they all why they don't also distribute in Germany if as they are a German company. Right, right. But here's the thing in Germany, which most people from abroad don't know, the Wig Twenty is called here. We see because Wig is the F word in German. Sounds similar to it. Yes. And that is why it got rebranded as Volkscomputer in Germany. Yes. Indeed. So maybe that is the reason why they decided to not have a distribution in Germany. Maybe. But hey, I mean, um, the interesting thing is um, we are only talking about US, UK, and Germany, but. Um, the uh, C64 Mini and the Z64, they should also have market in other countries like Poland yeah. and other other countries where the uh, where the mm-hmm. computer was. Made. Australia, uh, Australia, South yeah. America. But Australia, Australia is a double-sided sword because part of Australia is NTSC and the other part of Australia is Paul, hmm. which also explains why there is. This um, this entity in Paul Australian scene, like um, um, like um, Gail- Galen Gasson oh, or yeah, Galen yeah. Gasson, Galen Gasson, yeah, Galen Gasson. She is more the entity part of Australia, while you have other people like David Simmons mm-hmm. um, from. Onslaught, that is more the Paul Jazzcat, that is more the Paul demo scene. Slack conversation going with him around the other screen at the moment. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so you have you have here like two different cultures in Australia. Yeah. When it comes to the Z64, yeah, which probably makes marketing the machines a bit more difficult. You know, and it's also not even just a mixed market in 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 that like i was unaware until now of the ntsc pal thing i was aware that 
um, Australia has a much bigger. Um, one of the things that I've always talked about is one of the big differences between PAL and NTSC is how we've used the machines, right? PAL was um, people in Europe glommed onto the the um, the gaming and the demo scene fairly quickly, and they made really good use of it. People in the U.S., I feel like the a vast majority of people that use the machine used it for day-to-day stuff. Um, the people that, that, um, people that continued to use it into the nineties, early two thousands would still, you know, still, you would, would try to use it as their main machine, um, doing, you know, their, their household budgets or writing letters or doing whatever, you know, email stuff like that, that they have to do with it. Um, I was just reading an article. I found a PDF of an old uh, Commodore magazine about surviving the nineties and how people in the U.S., you know, we were buying the CMD hard drives and the FD drives and all these these add-ons to make the C64 a more usable thing for, like, you know, with, with Geos or with, you know, just general use. And that, you get that a lot in, in parts of Australia, you know, especially you know, like like with Galen Gaston. She was, you know, I mean, we're talking about Lodestar, Lodestar subscribers until the very end, these guys in the U.S. And this is what you had down there as well in certain parts other parts really grabbed onto the demo scene and the game scene and again that was the pal section i I suppose but it's interesting that the cultures are also reflected the same similarly yeah yeah which is actually something i i noticed early on when we when we design scene world and this is why we designed scene world the way we designed scene world to make it appeal to to both maybe we in should a way. Have, maybe we should have Dave and Galen on. Is Galen still around? Yeah, she's still around, isn't she? Porn is if she's what? She's still around, right, Galen? Sure, okay, sure. Yeah. And, so um, you were telling me something before we started this podcast, and we stopped it so that we could talk here. Well, um, uh, first of all, I'm a bit surprised that you are not aware that the NTSC Paul thing is still around. Of course it is. I mean, how how would it be if it wasn't? I mean, HDMI still still yeah, yeah. goes the same rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, even your LCD still has the same 60 hertz, 50 hertz thing. Yes, yes. 110, uh, 110 uh, 20, 20, 30, or 20, 40 volts. Uh-huh. Still the same problem, so um, of course making, and then and then you have Priscilla, which is using Paul M, right, which right. is the Americans, um, the American way of synchronizing horizontal and vertical of the picture, uh-huh. and with European color information. Yes, and here's an interesting thing. Um, we we spoke a couple of times about the problem of getting retro converters or hardware that would be very backwards compatible or compatible to a niche. Mm-hmm. And actually, recently I found on eBay, I think I even sent you yeah, I sent you a message on WhatsApp about it. Right. Um, I, I, f- I found a Chinese company that is the, that has sold on eBay unopened floppy disk drives for USB, and if you look in the manual, it was designed for Windows 98. <laughs> so 
those are 22 years old USB floppy disks. And the yeah. special thing about it is, it is it is specifically um, saying that it is compatible with 720k DD diskettes. Mm-hmm. And 99% of all disk drives you get nowadays are not compatible with well, 720. Well, well, one, of these, one of these. Yeah. But most of them were actually blue. Really? I, I, most of the ones I've ever seen are gray. Now, um, officially, officially the uh, DD diskettes were blue and the HD diskettes were black. Hmm. Okay. But the main difference is it has a it has a different uh, magnetic mm-hmm. material, and it has an additional hole on the side, so that the floppy disk can detect if it's HD or double density DD. And the thing is, people back then in the eighties nineties they drilled a hole in it. Of course. Yeah, but the thing is, it wouldn't store it wouldn't store the data properly because of the different material. Mm-hmm. The read write head wouldn't be able to hold the information right. long enough right. or good enough. Right. right. But that is one of such knowledge you didn't know back then. I did not know. It's it's the same like with um, this. It's the same like like with this protection adapter that you nowadays have for Mega Drive slash um, Genesis controllers to mm-hmm. connect to your C64 so you don't burst your CR ship. Right. That's also knowledge we didn't have back then. Right, right. And uh, so, um, yeah. So anyway, interesting is also I found a seller on Amazon that, um, that has a, a SCART converter, a signal converter, from SCART to um, HDMI, including Paul M for Priscilla. Okay. So it's interesting that now even the shiny sellers offering converters or hardware supporting the niche hmm. retro market. Yeah. Like, like wow, that's... That's that's a totally new experience for me because in past shinies were like, oh, I don't care if it works. Right, right. You know, right, right. It's cheap, so yeah. try your luck. I mean, I mean, honestly, when you when you when you bought something from China, how often have you got a good technical support from shiny seller, or how many sellers? Would be able to tell you if it was compatible with 720k diskettes, or right. who would even know that there is a special a TV standard, broadcast standard in Brazil. Hmm. So um, it's interesting that um, now even those Chinese sellers figure out yeah. like, hey, there is a niche retro market, and hey, maybe I can, maybe maybe we can produce hardware supporting this niche market. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, so I got one of those um, USB floppies and one of those converters, because I know there will be this point in the future where we will have a Twitch stream or what else, and we want to have color picture. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and not black and white. Yes. 
So, um, so um, in, interesting, interesting. Yeah, That's yeah. something. Just something I noticed in the last weeks. Okay. So I was like, "Wow, cool!" Now I'm now I'm 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 buying something from China that is especially compatible to this niche hmm. requirement that I'm having. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, and and right. not not like making sheep crap and leaving this functionality out because most people won't use it. Right. So let's save a few cents mm -hmm. on the production cost of this controller right 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 which is which is actually or which is actually in fact the reason why most floppy disks drives for for usb don't support 720 key because the controller not supporting it is cheaper uh -huh. simple as that you yeah, know yeah <laughs> right. that's just something i noticed and um yeah and and I also I also noticed something that um, the advantage of having Windows 10 is also something I've noticed. I mean, the problem in the last years was like every couple of years it got a total new Windows version, right? And you would have to worry if your old retro games would still run. Mm -hmm. Now that we only have Windows 10 since the last um, five years. In most cases, if you got the game to run once, it's staying to run once and for all. Has it been five years of Windows 10 now? Yeah. Um, Win Windows 10 was released in um, autumn 2015. Hmm. 2015, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Windows so 10 let's... is a solid operating system, mind you. I, I, I hardly yeah. support Windows 10. It lives. Yeah. Hardly. Heartily. Mean... Heartily. <laughs> hardly. It does live. Hardly. Yeah, it does live over here. I do have Windows 10 running right now, currently on my 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 gaming rig. Nice. Yeah. So and there's there's another thing that I noticed uh, the difference between GOG, dot com and Steam. Yeah. On Steam, you get games, and the games are mostly. The original games you also get from the DVD or what's 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 ever or CD. Right. And if you would if you would want to run it on Windows 10, you sometimes have to apply patches to it, fan patches, right? Because I'm tricks to right. it, you know. Right. Yeah. But if you got a game on GOG, it's mostly patched. Mm -hmm. Or or um. Well, it's mostly patched or modified, though it runs on Windows 10. Yeah, which is funny. So um, yesterday I started I started playing the game that I had a demo as a child of King's Quest 7, and good I figured game. good game. And I figured there are two ways of getting it. Um, for uh, nowadays, mm -hmm. and one would be getting the whole collection on Steam. But in the system requirements, there is a footnote saying King's Quest 7 is not supported on Windows 10. Right. And then you get the games in a package, like um, 1 till uh, 3, 7 and 8, 5 and 6, mm -hmm. as separated releases on GOG. Yeah. But... 
the GOG version of King's Quest 7 uses Scum VM. Right. And here's the thing Scum VM is not an emulator. Scum VM is um, a virtual machine to read the script the game yeah. was right. using. Right. So that means all the graphics, um, all the game parts, the game data is taken from the original game. Yes. Right, right, right. But all the framework that only was designed for Windows 3.1. Mm -hmm. That was a 3.1 game. And there were some DOS versions of it. That is removed and replaced by ScumVM. Mm -hmm. So so that was totally funny. Like, oh my god, the GOG people got a license from ScumVM to, to offer it to their fans that have Windows 10. Yes. And Steam is like different. Steam is like we take whatever we are we are sold, mm -hmm. and we don't care if it works on Windows 10 or not. Yeah. So uh, it's a totally different approach between Steam and uh, GOG, which I really, which I really started appreciating. Mm. So um, sometimes if you want to play a retro game, and you don't want to fiddle with the original. Uh, media yourself it's worth to take a look at the customer ratings if it's better to buy the game on GOG or on Steam Yes, yeah. because depending right. on where you buy it you may have more or less success in getting to run it in Windows 10 uh -huh. so okay. that was something I noticed and, and I figured since last time we spoke about Command and Conquer Remaster, I started um, going backwards and digging into the Doom uh, into the Dune series no. that that came before Command and Conquer. Yeah, and there's actually a way to get the um, the Dune 2000. So that was a um, a re-release of Dune 2. I see. They're, they're um, on the game. They're on the console behind you, aren't they? The, 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 exactly. Dune, the Dune games. Yeah, I've been looking yeah, at them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and the thing is, the 1908 Dune 2000 works on Windows 10. <laughs> it's just um, a fixed, um, um, a patched Axie, Axie and yes. a patched uh, other file. Okay. You just copy it over like, wow. And the game from 98 even works with modern resolutions. Hmm. That's so amazing. Yeah, definitely. So, awesome. Um, just just a little Xe fix. Hmm. So so you nowadays you don't really need um, a retro PC anymore. Yes. No. In many cases, and the thing is, if you buy a GOG game. And this game was having um, support for special 3D hardware like Voodoo 3D 3D FX, you know. Yes, yes. It's even supporting it hmm. in DOSBox. I was like, wow, not you bad. know, not bad, not bad, not bad. So um, that that really amazed me about GOG. Hmm. Okay. Because I was I was thinking. I'm probably getting the um, the 
direct 3D version. Right. And not the improved version for Voodoo cards. Right. But no, you get it all. Okay. And, and some games, some games, for some games, GOG even uh, programmed little DOS menus that would start first where you can pick your options. Hmm. Like, I want to have this version of the game running. I have want to have that version of the game running, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. Nice. And, and, I, and I figured, I figured, I figured that um, for some games... There's even no manual how to get them running on Windows 10. So mm-hmm. I wrote some articles on my blog about it. Nice. So and we will you link want to, to read those about? right there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Hmm. And I also figured, I also figured that many of those early DOS games from 92, 93, mm-hmm. first, were re- <clears throat> first were released at, as diskette versions. Right. And then later right. on... With uh, speech SCD versions. Yes. And some publishers, when they were re releasing the discs versions, they would put them on CD and sell them at CD version. Mm-hmm. But in fact, it's not the CD right, version right, of the yeah, game, right, but right. just the diskettes yeah. copied over um, uh, on the CD. Mm-hmm. And then you were like um, 8 megabytes of. Uh, yeah, 650 yeah. megabytes used. Yeah. Yeah. I like wow. <laughs> I just I just invested 60 euros to buy the wrong version of the game. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> it's not and it's not like you can get a refund. Yeah. Because right. it's not the not the fault of the seller. Yeah. And it even written on the box CD version. No, it's <laughs> not the CD version. <laughs> If there is nothing, I I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else, sir? You know. No. Then let us go and talk to Minamina. Min, Minamina. <laughs> so this is confusing because it's Min and it's Mina, and it's like that's that's it's it's similar enough to where it's like Minamina. So let's go over to Min Becker and, and Mina meet with Becker. them. So today. We are having a wonderful one, I guess. It's mm-hmm. a bit late here. Um, we are actually here to talk to a famous uh, developer and YouTube couple from Germany, Min and Mina Becker. Hello, welcome to the show. Hello, thank, thank you, you for having us. Yeah, nice that we finally got the time to make this interview because we already had this um, idea a year ago, but now that everything changed, finally... Here we go. <laughs> um, so, so let's start a bit. Um, how did you actually got involved into computers first? Um, as a Super Nintendo fan, I also I always uh, wanted to make my own games, like um, platformers like Super Mario or um, Turrican, mm-hmm. and um, I uh, started in. Uh, um, in the mid '90s, um, with a, a, a tool um, for for uh, dummies uh, who uh, uh, don't have um, knowledge of programming, um, and this tool was uh, click and play, um, 
with a, a kit, um, formulieren Sie? He started playing around with these toolkits uh, for PC and making some simple games and um, the real programming and coding came much later. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not a programmer myself. Um, I <laughs> I actually only um, came up with with the with the latest idea for for the newest game, and uh, he's the one who's making the games. I'm more like organizing when we go to conventions, and I talk to the people at the conventions. So I'm just a gamer, and I'm not a programmer. Yeah. So I started with click and play, um, and then. There was Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Doom um, was uh, awesome. I, I uh, remember as a, as a child in the uh, youth camp, uh, the older ones um, played Doom in an, um, uh, 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 on a uh, 386. And uh, I, 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 I couldn't uh, see something. I... Uh, only heard it. Um, they they talk about the real uh, the the most realistic graf graphics they uh, ever saw, and um, I only heard that uh, the, these uh, these um, absolutely uh, hellish samples. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, a few months uh, a few months later, I got the game. And for the first time, I saw um, 3D graphics, and um... he was—he uh, <laughs> <laughs> was flashed. Can you say that? It changed the whole thinking. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think there was a lot of that in the whole industry in general. Doom was a game changer. You know, we've we've heard about how it, it was one of the big things that killed um, the different platforms outside of the PC. Uh, like the like the Amiga and whatnot was was Doom. Doom was available on on DOS only, so yeah. the Mac was out out of it. The uh, Amiga was out of it. All these other machines, Atari and everything, no, nobody could come up with something that was similar because they weren't geared to that. And Doom was really a game changer for a lot of people. But there were some games that tried to clone Doom on the Amiga, but weren't so successful yeah, because yeah. of the hardware limitation, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they made they made the Doom source. Uh, it was open-sourced later on, and, and they made a, an Amiga port of it, which is, you know, fine and works just as well as everything else. But at the, at the time, you know, it was, a, it was a huge jump and a huge change from what gaming had been before you know which was platformers or shoot 'em ups and stuff like that you know to now like the fps really you know first person shooters really took off after that almost immediately everything was never and still to this day you know uh, most games that i i well not most but a, a large amount of games i see are first person shooters now Actually, I did an interview with John Romero uh, a while ago, and he said uh, Doom was what killed the Amiga. Oh, I just said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so now you said you started gaming, and then you got the idea of learning how to make your own games. Yeah, and actually, correct. actually... Um, I guess it was last year you released uh, Black Backer. No, 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 no. Um, it was um, 
in the year 2015. 2015 um, already, I, okay. I began programming Black Becker in uh, 1999 um, with uh, no, no knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> And I start. Uh, uh, I start. I started learning uh, 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 C. Uh, yeah, by try and error. And um, it took that, him a long time. A very yeah. long time. I think that's how a lot of us have figured it out. I, I remember uh, in the early days when I was on the C sixty four, learning Basic by pulling apart other people's programs and trying to figure out what they did with it. Yes. And it's, it's, yeah, it does take, I remember trying to learn assembly language the same way. And people even gave me like, here's source code that's no, notated and whatnot. And it took me like two years before just some, some, just one day, it just went click. And, it, and I was like, oh, wait, I get this now. But yeah, and you don't hear too much of that anymore because a lot of people now they'll take courses, they'll, they'll, they'll get the books, but just trying to like figure it out and work it out is kind of, that's, that's sort of unusual these days. Well, that means, Min, that you are a bright guy. Figure yeah. it all out by yourself. Yeah. Yes. And um, uh, in uh, 2016, uh, Bethesda gave me a prize for that. And uh, Wow, didn't know that. Hmm. It's a huge, a really huge sculptor of the Cyber, cyber Demon. demon. <laughs> and it's... Um, we put it right in front of our uh, front door. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after Doom, I always, I always wanted to make my own um, FPS. Um, you, as the player, plays um, me um, in my best heavy metal years. <laughs> um, you, uh, your weapons are um, uh, some. Uh, cool um, equipment who can fire um, killer rivets out of a bell <laughs> okay or uh, um, body spray <laughs> okay yeah. a very very stinky body spray uh, <laughs> from wagon open air <laughs> you find your way um, through the fortress of uh, Addy Engler and his um, army of notrons um these are uh, some... Uh, they are half robots and half, half uh, metal uh, fans. Yeah, their, their bodies are human and their heads are uh, robots. And they got killed by Adi Engler, by the evil um, dictator. It's more a mixture of um, zombies and robots. Okay, okay. yeah. <laughs> he cuts them uh, into pieces yes. and puts them back together with uh, robot parts. Yes. Yeah. And Ari Engler, uh, Engler and Black Becker is uh, for free. Uh, you can get it on itch.io. We'll put a yeah. link right yeah. down there or, or a link <laughs> somewhere in that general vicinity <laughs> down there. Every, every time I point at it, it's somewhere different. So I'm, I'm trying not to... <laughs> excellent, yes. excellent. Yeah, and I, so I've seen some... Yeah. yeah, I've seen some, some. I was looking at some information on it before, and uh, it looks definitely uh, like an awesome game. And so, as I said, it's they are partly human, partly um, cyborg. Sounds a bit like assimilation, like the Vorks oh. of the Star Trek. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, more, more like the Strog from Quake. Ooh, I don't know that one. Uh, okay, I have to admit, I never played. 
Quake, I oh. was Mod 2 and, and 3D Realm Sky. Mm. Um, more the Duke Nukem guy. Duke Nukem guy, ja. Dit is zo met die Engels. Yes. Uh, Apogee. Yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, Alright, so this is one game you released, and recently you released your other game, which is more in the cute area, which is called Takel Shin, right? Yeah, it's uh, Takel Shin. <laughs> Takel okay. Shin, yeah. When you uh, make an FPS, more than 15 years, 16 years, uh, then you uh, wanted, uh, then you want to make a a totally other game. So I I made a very cute 2D platformer with this nice green (laughs) octopus girl. My my wife, uh, Hecken. It's a me. Um, I made it. Hecken. I don't know it's... the English term for Hecken. <laughs> knitting. Knitting. I knitted it. Yes. Knitted it. I knitted yeah. it. She knitted it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had uh, something with octopus creatures. I don't know. I don't know why. I did. I don't know what we were thinking. But I made this for his birthday, and. Um, I called it Takelchen, and he was like, oh my god, that's so cute, we need to make a game out of that. Yeah, and that was the idea behind it, and then it took him three years, I, I think, <laughs> and then it released this spring. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, or <laughs> uh, originally, <laughs> originally <laughs> her name was Takelchen, but no one in the States, in the USA. Uh, no one outside of Germany can pronounce that correctly, I think. Chien. <laughs> so, we, we, uh, we named it... We made it something like... Uh, Takel Shin. Shin. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kind of Japanese or Chinese or so. Yes, I don't yes, know. yes. I was just going to say, I hope you didn't get the idea to use an octopus by, via you did your Chinese dinner the other day or something. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you so... <laughs> She had an, uh, an, an, an awesome idea for the game. Um, uh, <laughs> a stage where you um, are running on an, um, a, sushi a sushi circle. I had, the... <laughs> I had this vision. Uh, little, yeah, sorry. Little Takelchen is running on the sushi circle and some big Chinese man with chopsticks is trying to pick yes. her up. <laughs> he said it wasn't possible to do that, but maybe ah. someday. <laughs> it's, so um, I, I wasn't uh... too off. I wasn't too off there. <laughs> it's a child-friendly game, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the story behind it is um, you play as Takelchen and you are always hungry and you love donuts. And while watching your little siblings, yeah. you suddenly think about donuts and run into the house to get some because donuts are delicious. And the uh, pirate girl, Scallywag Sally, kidnaps all the baby uh, Takelchins. And because something goes wrong with her flying pirate ship, all the taco babies fall down and are spread all over the taco world, and you have to go through the stages and collect the babies. Yes. 
Okay. It's a little bit like um, Beastie Kid or Bonk from the graphical mm -hmm. look. Right, right. Which is actually the intro you just spoiled, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, interesting, interesting. Yeah, and I'm looking at again. I'm looking at the game right now. It's 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 out now. Um, it's actually um, you can get it um, on Google Play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and 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 it's not. There are no there are no other hidden costs. It's not like a like no. a no, no. It's it's like this is the full game. You get the full yes. thing. You don't have to worry about. I'm yeah. uh, totally against microtransactions. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. And it doesn't need to have all access to your phone. It right. won't spy on your data or your <laughs> phone number or anything. <laughs> I think the only permission the game has is to keep your screen unlocked. And yes. I think that's all. <laughs> yeah. yes. Great. Great. Yeah. Um, the last time we spoke, I think it was in February, if I'm not mistaken, um, you actually told me you are about to get this um, on Steam. I don't know how much you progressed on that to get the PC version out. I saw you made a screenshot saying Steam version and some controller inputs. Yes. Uh, a friend of mine, um, a Let's Player named um, Peacemaker, played it on uh, Retro Games Con in uh, Ludwigshafen in Germany. And uh, that was the beta version for, uh, of Takelchen PC. Um, I, uh, I, uh, uh, he wants to release yeah. it, but it will take some more time. Yes. Because, uh, the coronavirus. The coronavirus yeah. is fucking everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's actually true. It's two, year, two weeks ago, I saw that for the first time that Steam was down. Because yeah. it was overloaded because too many people were actually playing. That's, yes. that's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. yeah. So we're having the special offer, and um, you get uh, we have in this offer when you pay thirty three percent less at the moment because I think people are having much time right yes. now. Yes. Maybe people are going to buy the game, and I guess some people have to save their money for buying yes. food and stuff, and so we thought. Why not <laughs> make it a little cheaper yeah. so people will buy it? Or, yeah. to or toilet paper. As or learned. toilet paper, yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it is in the US, but here in Germany, it's really hard you, to get toilet you paper. Can't at find, the moment. There's no such thing as toilet paper in the US anymore. It's, it, <laughs> I don't know where it's gone, but everybody is just, the, 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 the shelves are empty. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why either, because this isn't that kind of virus. Like, yeah, you know, it, 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 yeah, you don't need. I think it's uh, that people see someone buy lots of toilet paper and they laugh about it at the beginning, but then they start thinking, okay, if everyone's gonna buy it, maybe I'm not gonna get toilet paper, and then everybody starts buying it. Yes. <laughs> Actually, to my defense, I have to say the last time the Reva supermarket um, delivered the food to me because I'm doing delivery on, on door and they accidentally gave me a bag that was meant for another customer. Oh. So I got an extra package of toilet oh. paper. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be currency in the new world order. You, you oh, yes. Got, yeah. You're going to be paying for things with toilet paper. <laughs> well, you can buy now on eBay for ten bucks yeah. the yeah. roll or something, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, let's get back on track. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we sidetracked a bit. Um, so, and you also told me you are considering a Switch version of the game, right? Last. Last but not least. <laughs> <laughs> um, first, first, I uh, wanted to uh, release the Steam version, the PC version, because um, that version is um, ready to go. Um, and the uh, the um, the Nintendo uh, version is a port of uh, the Switch version, mm -hmm. and um, he's waiting for an answer by I... Nintendo. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, because yes. Nintendo is very yeah. He wrote wrote them an email, I think. Yes, yes. But they didn't reply yet, mm -hmm. so we just gotta wait. I have to wait. Coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. they, they they have a message. Um, yeah. On, on the page, uh, um, yeah, that things are getting delayed because of the virus, of the virus. and stuff. And, mm. yeah. yeah, and we wanted to see how good the Android version will sell. So, hmm. you know, because it's uh, kind of expensive to um, release games on iOS or yeah, make an Apple Apple. Yeah, yeah. My iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> HA switched to Android. Yeah, He's no yeah, I'm on Android. Of, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but I'm I'm still on Apple. Yeah, we're still stuck in the ecosystem. What are the challenges <laughs> with with getting it on iOS and and? I think it's um it's expensive. No, no, it's no. not expensive. It's, uh, What's the deal with it? It's not so expensive. Okay. Um, it's because um. I am an Android user, and I, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> it does cost some money, but it's not as expensive as I thought. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Not costing millions to get a developer kit, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to point out that I've just. Um, I just went to the the um, the App Store, the Google App Store, and. I went to the little search bar on the top and I typed T and the first thing that came up was Tackleshin. Yeah. Oh. Now, I don't know if that's because it's trending or because my phone is listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. But but it was the first thing that popped up, so cool. But I'm um I think there will definitely uh, be an, an an iOS version. Yes. Hmm. We don't want the Apple users to feel no, left out. No. Okay. That's that's <laughs> nice to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a bit about your other stuff. You're not only creating games, you're also a YouTuber, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate it. I hate um I hate it. Uh, because in my opinion I'm a game developer uh, first mm -hmm. and then in my uh, right side, in my in his uh, free time, in my, in my free time, I uh, uh, spend uh, time uh, for uh, for YouTube. It's but <laughs> but you told me recently, if I'm not mistaken, that actually YouTube kind of allows you to maybe do it full time at some point in the future. Or did I misunderstand that? Because I think last time I asked you if you would like to 
to do this developing and YouTube thing combined as the only thing you do? I think you got something wrong because he's, uh, was heißt selbstständig? Was heißt selbstständig? Self-employed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Self-employed. Wow. <laughs> he's, uh, I'm self-employed, yes. So uh, he has a Umzugsfirma. A moving uh, company? I don't know. Him, uh, oh, that's, my, my, that's, a, that's a good question. I don't know this sixth. word. No, it's sixth. Um, uh, no, when no. you want to move. From when you when you're living in one place and you want to move yeah. to another house, yeah, he, he come company. and gather your yeah, it's a moving company. Yeah, moving, company. moving company. He's yes. got a moving company. So uh, yeah, yes, and, and so, all these uh, three things combined earn the money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it says in the dictionary, movie company mm-hmm. or removal firm, whatever. I've never heard of that. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> removal is probably yeah. if if. If you're already under the crown or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> already, already. Coronavirus. Oh, gosh, yeah. We already mentioned this three times. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get this a bad habit or something. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I got this I got this wrong. I stand corrected. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> so... Uh, as I said, you don't like YouTube so much because you first see yourself as a developer. Do you still want to tell us a bit what you do on YouTube? Yeah. Because this is actually how I got to know you first. I mean, oh, okay. when 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 I met you, the first thing you you mentioned actually were that um, the two of you got to know each other through YouTube. So I guess this is why YouTube was <laughs> in my head first. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I um, began um, to make YouTube videos in uh, 2006. Um, YouTube uh, is online since uh, 2005, I remember. And um, I was one of the first uh, German YouTubers. Um, and because I, uh, I always... Uh, Love to make uh, own uh, home videos and 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 films with my friends. Uh, I uh, and 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 um, t- uh, takes a, from from bands uh, playing live on stage. Uh, I, I I thought uh, to um, upload these videos uh, on that platform. And um, in the first years, I uh, it it was like a monopole. And so my channel grew. Yeah. And then there was a special video, uh, a facial uh, video. <laughs> and then the channel exploded. exploded. Huh. So, uh, as I began with YouTube, I uh, first uploaded uh, videos um, from uh, Nintendo. Uh, it was a, a gaming channel in oh. 2006, primarily. And um, the Wii was released, and uh, I made trailers, uh, uh, cut together um, <laughs> different different Wii trailers, and uh, the, the, the the these fun videos um, was a byproduct. Yes, and um, 
ironically, these private fun videos were the videos with the most clicks. Yes. Yes. Explodes. Explode. Uh, I think uh, the one video got uh, more than 10 million views or so, yeah. which is not so much when you see how many views Gangang Style has, but still. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you mentioned you mentioned a driving school yeah. video earlier that went viral. Was this this video? Yes. Okay. And in which in which way driving school? How can we imagine a viral driving school video? Well, it's about Adolf Hitler being <laughs> a driving school teacher. <laughs> and he was the driving school student. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it was extremely dumb, <laughs> really, but funny as hell, yes. really. <laughs> and the thing is, I, I saw this know. video. I saw this video. I know exactly which okay. video. I think I've also seen the video, yeah. That sounds familiar. <laughs> I saw this video. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> now I know. Now I know where it came from. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and we we have a lot of we had a lot of fun uh, <laughs> that afternoon. And they didn't make this video because they wanted to get famous. They just made it because he was in the shower and he thought like, oh, that would be funny because <laughs> yes. um, Adolf Hitler didn't have a driver's license. So, yeah, and then they got into the car and made it just for themselves, actually, or maybe for friends, and it went viral. Yeah. Right. Yes, uh, but you have to say that the uh, driving uh, license uh, uh, is, is named in German uh, Führer, Führerschein. Führerschein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a, it's but a play. Hitler, it's a, yeah. uh, didn't have one. Yeah. 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 It's a play on the on the word um Führer, which yeah, also yeah. means Führerschein, driver license. Right. So the Führer himself didn't have a license. Yeah. Despite he was the Führer. Mm, yeah. Oh my god. I don't know if I explained that correctly, but yes, uh, I, yeah. I guess I guess everybody who played a Wolfenstein um knows what we are talking about. Even Americans, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, because yeah. Because I remember Wolfenstein actually spoke had had German temples, like, um, Good um uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or mein Heim. Leben. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mein Leben. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. 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 Yeah. All right. That's interesting. Now I learned something. Um. And and you mentioned at the beginning. Apart from that, you're also making movies about conventions, like the Retro Gamescom. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I um, promote my uh, games on uh, uh, such conventions, and uh, my uh, camcorder is already uh, is, is always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we always carry the camcorder with us to just promote the conventions yes. because they let us um, participate and promote the games, and so we are making advertising for them. Interesting that you mentioned convention videos because um, actually since last year, one of the kind of videos that actually are 
um, successful a lot here in Germany are flea market yeah. videos where people just run around the flea markets. Really? And and yeah, and and uh, you know, try to get the best deal, you know. Yeah. Really? And 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 those videos are so boring. I don't yes. understand why why such YouTubers are so successful in Germany. Uh, is that is but, that a, is that a German specific thing or or is I that across so. the board? Because I don't. Yeah, that's not the kind of things that that I generally see in my feed. But then yeah, my my feed is usually just thing. yeah people taking a taking a piss on the new Star Trek shows and whatnot. <laughs> no, no, I have to explain this. So yeah, while um, so in Germany, I see I see um, a trend, and I also saw this discussed on some Facebook retro groups where YouTubers just take their camcorders or smartphone, go to the flea market, and record the whole thing from getting there till actually leaving. And the only thing you see all the time is, how much is this? Can you make it cheaper? No? Come on, make it cheaper. And all this discussion back and forth, and you think like, oh my god, this is so boring. And I bring it up because um, what actually you are doing is a lot nicer because your convention videos really showing the atmosphere, what is going on, and all the events and all the happenings. Thank you. And and not I, and not um, the dealing with the uh, no sellers, haggling. you know, the haggling exactly. Yeah. I don't like these videos um, um, where you always uh, see these tables full of cartridges. Uh, uh, because they look the same on every yes. flea market. Mm -hmm. They are always the same. And um, what I think is so special about uh, these markets or the retro games comes is the people you meet and the atmosphere and how familiar everything is. It's one big family, wonderful. And that's what we want to capture with the videos and maybe get some more people to come and join the conventions. That's how we met York. And it's always so precious how many wonderful people we meet there yeah and it's just great great just as a reference for hj we had this topic for called retro bursts maybe mm -hmm. you remember yes, i recall i was there yeah yeah so um yeah yeah oh so that, um, that's so you, that's where you 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 encountered each other at the retro bursts mm -hmm. oh yes. okay but nice. but it's Senate. a different event by another by oh. another um yeah, com event retro company right. gamescon exactly mm -hmm. And Retro Börse is uh, something in the Saarland, where mm -hmm. we live. And uh, Retro Gamescon is more in the Rheinland-Pfalz, I think. It's not in the Saarland. That's, mm. uh, that's two different... Sometimes. Um, yeah, but it's like two different territories. Yeah, mm. southwest. Yes. Yeah. But luckily so. for me, uh, in English, actually the the... The general name of this kind of event is Retroburst. Yeah, okay. And uh, so so we can say it without making any trademark okay. inflections <laughs> because it's an original English word. Oh, yeah. Um, just spelled right. different. But yeah. anyway, good. Um, so now you hear from the, the other part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and actually, um, on those Retroburst, um, the Retro Game Con, you actually have a booth most of the time actually actually at least those times i met you and you actually let people play your games 
Yes. Maybe talk a bit about that because people can actually talk to you and experience it live. And yeah, I think that's kind of make, interesting. Uh, people, um, we want to offer an opportunity to play the game before they buy it because we don't, um, we don't have a demo you can download. So I think it's always kind of nice when you go to these flea markets and uh, you meet the developers and you can talk to them and you can sit down and play the game and maybe have a chat with all the people there and uh, before you leave, you buy the game, of course. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Um, it's just a way of promoting. It's a, it's a way of promoting and it's... Um, uh, yeah. An exclusive. Uh, uh, uh. Ah, okay. So what's your hinder gedanke? Okay, what you mean is um, people can play exclusive stuff and get the exclusive experience of meeting you in person at the same time. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay, summarized it now. <laughs> okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah. What, well, which is actually true because um, a big part of those retro bursts actually selling. And hackling, as I said, AJ, mm -hmm. that's a new word I learned today, hackling. <laughs> um, and um, so it's it's nice if you come and uh, enter the event, you actually see Min and Mina Becker yeah. um, on, a, on a big booth with a roll-up in the background. Very cool. But I think it's, is that the same background you have right now? No. It's this a different is, one, right? This is just the uh, YouTube uh, video is, studio mm, background. The Min, yeah. Min Becker TV. Yeah, uh, yes. Ah, <laughs> okay. I we have another roll-up we are taking with us when we go to the yes. Uh, conventions. Yes. Yeah. I didn't see the TV before. Now it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's, uh, okay. A, f a kind of YouTube show he had a few years back. And... Hi, a little few. All, <laughs> all his videos Alles are part videos of, the, of the Minbeka TV. All his videos are part yeah. of the Minbeka TV. <laughs> But I meant he had exclusive videos that were called Minbeka TV. <laughs> <laughs> Minbeka TV. You have to hear English, I can't more Deutsch. When Becker TV Volume One, Volume Two, Volume, you know what I mean. Yes. And right, on right. this show, we were falling in love. Yeah, because he visited me, and uh, when the Doom 2016 came out, and I was a Let's Player back then, and he visited me because we wanted female Let's Player because we wanted to play together. And during the making of this video, we it clicked. Yes. She, she played my favorite game, and I thought, that's the one. Yeah, and now we're married <laughs> since last July. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> YouTube can actually generate new, yeah, new that's, couples. Uh, that's almost we a met, cooler story than about, the games. Uh, we met about <laughs> 10 years ago here in my hometown during the carnival. <laughs> But I was uh, in a relationship, uh, and he was in a relationship, so always parted. We sometimes met and went out or went in restaurants and stuff. And when he released Black Becker, I thought um, I always wanted to try to be a Let's Player. And I thought, why not uh, play a game a friend of mine made? Because, you know, other games were already being played by Gronk and other big mm. German YouTubers, and I thought maybe I could have a... The niche. Mm -hmm. 
a niche. Yeah. 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 And um, during uh, that process, we we got uh, we got into contact, and he helped me because the game was really hard sometimes. But I played it, and I got even the good ending where you can rescue the girl and stuff. And yeah, during during that gaming process, we got to know each other better, and then we met to play Doom. Yeah, and the rest is history. Mm. Oh, now I, I think that must feel strange to rescue a girl as a girl. Mm. No, why not? Everyone <laughs> deserves to be rescued. <laughs> That's when she got there. She realized that the girl she was rescuing was her. And she was ah. like, wait a minute. Plot, plot twister. Plot yeah. twister. Actually, <laughs> yeah. interestingly, last year, last year um, Nintendo officially announced that Mario retired because he has no time in his job. Because he has to rescue the princess all the time. <laughs> yeah. That actually, that was an official announcement last year from Nintendo Japan. Uh -huh, okay. in, case, in case you didn't know. No, I didn't. <laughs> he was retiring from what, though? Plumper? Plum oh, yeah. oh, he's no longer going to be a plumber. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you didn't know that, obviously. Okay. I, I did not. I missed that. I missed that. Uh, uh, no, nobody CC'd me on that one. Uh, that's uh, unnecessary nerd knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure people will quote me on that. Um, alrighty. So, what what are your next plans? I, I love this story so far, though. By <laughs> by the way, I just want to I just want to point out because you got you got sure. you got two YouTubers who who have met and 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 then fell in love and got married and now they're producing games together. And it's, it's just it's it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> well, there's yeah, always room for new, yeah. new stories. Yeah, yeah. That's it's just. I'm also not, you know I'm I'm sitting here and and whilst we're doing this, I'm actually ah oh geez I just yeah I I didn't want to do that. Oh well, I'm actually playing the game. Ah, because, <laughs> very good. Yeah, and 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 Yay. I'm noticing <laughs> yeah. I'm noticing it's got it's very retro inspired. This game, it's got the soundtrack is again it's very you know Let's retro sound. Let's talk about the soundtrack. Yes, um, because <clears throat> I think um, it's uh, very important to have an, uh, a very catchy soundtrack in uh, my games, and um, there uh, the 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 tunes were made uh, by. Um, An American guy. Uh, yes, by John King, uh, aka Half Crash, and okay. um, all these uh, in-game uh, uh, tunes from the uh, stages uh, were made by him. Yeah, you can I listen see. to the music on uh, I think Bandcamp. Bandcamp and on Spotify. Oh. Some so songs were exclusively made for Tarkochin, others uh, were just. Uh, chosen, mm -hmm. they were there before, and they sounded like uh, they sounded the way we wanted to sound the, ga uh, the make the game sound. So we, or, uh, he contacted John, and uh, John was very happy to participate. There yeah. were there were some other tunes, uh, a handful of other tunes um, from uh, two other um, musicians um, uh, from Germany. Um, one is my uh, is my, uh, a good friend of mine, um, Saber Writer, um, and the other one is um, the chip tuner Platinum Panic. Okay. Um, and Platinum Panic has made the 
The main uh, tune. The main tune. From the German trailer, Jörg. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that conversation. Um, we, we were actually, I was actually collecting news for the news chapter of our uh, podcast a, a few months ago. And I asked you if you have an English version of the uh, Takelschen trailer. And I told you how sad I was that the German one had a much catchier music than the English one. And since we are English, we had to use the English trailer, despite the German trailer sounded a lot better. <laughs> so you admit that the title theme, that the, the tune is catchy. Yeah. It is, oh, yeah. it is. Okay, it is. cool. And, and I, I, uh, hope, I hope there was, there was a version of the English trailer with the catchier German song. That would okay. be perfect. But unfortunately, okay. there isn't. So I went for the bad music. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> okay, now this sounds bad, but yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 yeah, I had to choose the language over the yes, music yes. quality. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so there's, but, but also in looking at it, it's very, you know, there's a lot of retro inspiration, it looks like, you know, and, you know, as we mentioned earlier, or as you mentioned earlier, um, really you got into things around the, the, the era of Doom, you know, like, like 386 and stuff, so... Um, so I, I, I am under the impression, like, what was your experience with the older machines? Like, is this something that you're discovering as you go along? Because, you know, there's, I mean, because obviously it's inspired by those older, like, you know, like Amiga or, or, you know, the 16 bit platformers and stuff. So is that something that you've, you've, you've discovered like later on, or, or is that something that, that you've known about, you know, were, were you there for that My, I'm, now i'm having trouble talking um <laughs> uh, okay I'm, I'm trying i'm trying to explain yes. so what what aj probably wants to ask is if you experienced this old graphics and old gameplay mechanics um firsthand or on the retro perspective yes when you Did... look back from from nowadays thank times you. that's exactly it thank you okay um Because you said you started with the Super Nintendo, if I remember. And, no, uh, no, 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 I, I, <laughs> I um, um, started playing games in the mid '80s um, because my um, my brother is 10 years older, <clears throat> and uh, he had an, uh, a Commodore and an uh, oh. and an um, Atari uh, ST. Okay. And um, I uh, I played games like uh, my 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 first game I um, I played was um, Ghosts and Goblins. Oh, 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 Ghosts boy. and Goblins, and That's... Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, One of the oh, hardest games. That is a brutal game, yeah, for your first. Yeah, that's, that's the first just... game I played was Barbarian. Barbarian, yes. okay. Commodore, yes. Ah, yeah. you know, you know, C64. you know what I loved about you know what I loved about Barbarian, that moment where it made ah ha 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 and kicked away the hat on yeah. the floor. <laughs> ah. And sometimes I went, "Don't move! Don't move! I want to cut his head." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Super Super Nintendo and Game Boy were my um, my uh, first 
own consoles. Ah, okay. okay. Now, gotcha. now it makes sense. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, so, on, uh, when you're when you're growing up uh, with these um, pixel games from Nintendo, and you um, play Doom for the first time, you uh, see these 3D graphics in the early '90s. Um, it's uh, mind blowing. Mind blowing, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, p- um, yeah, and no, nowadays um, people um, wouldn't understand that. Right, right. Young people. That's true. Yeah, young people probably find the 3D graphics from the early 90s crude and pixelated. Well, and, and then the, here's the, thing. the funny here's thing, the thing is, though, the funny yeah. thing is, too, is that a lot of these, these kids that were never exposed to these, the, the, the old school yeah. pixel graphics and, and have, have grown up with, you know, ridiculously powerful gaming platforms or just computers in general. Now they're being exposed to these games, which a lot of games have this sort of retro aesthetic. And kids seem to be they 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 appreciate that they seem to be drawn to that just as much as they would it, it it's an odd thing because it's like it's like us growing up with the pixel graphics we see this 3d thing and it blows our mind and now these kids that are growing up with the 3d stuff they see the pixel graphics and it blows their mind mm. which is actually is true i saw it firsthand on your booth actually mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's uh, because you are always attracted by something you don't know at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the point of it. But here's the thing that we mentioned like a trillion times already on the podcast. Back in the days, back in the days, the graphics weren't so pixelated. It was just well, the yeah. monitor technology that was yes, more yes, blurred. Yes. Yeah. So you wouldn't see the pixels yeah, yeah. as sharp as nowadays. And that is what most people forget. Yes. It's not like you sit there in the 80s or early 90s and thought like, wow, this is very pixelated. No, you didn't see the pixels. No. Yeah. And uh, this is why when you watch nowadays, for example, when you watch nowadays uh, DVDs on a flat screen, you think like, wow, this is pretty awful. How did I watch DVDs <laughs> back then? You watched DVDs on a CRT TV. Yeah, right. And then you didn't, you yeah. didn't, right. you didn't see the... Uh, well, the edges of of the pictures, you know, right, the pictures. Right. Anyway, yeah, yeah. And um, and some some modern younger developers think the more blockier the better. Yeah. But that's actually not true. <laughs> if if the if the graphic is too blocky, I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. At right. least from my point of view. Yeah. Yeah. I I hate these modern um, uh, retro styled games. Um, these these pixel games um, where um, uh, pixel uh, sprites mm-hmm. um, can turn. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? When a pixel can turn. Yeah. You're right. right. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. It's perverse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what what gets me is is when I watch you know I see these things that are retro and it's got you know it, it yeah it's blocky and whatnot but it's it's absolutely showing you know shades of 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 color that were never available on the older you know it's like it's like Commodore sixty four eyes that you know it's it's 
you know, this, whatever, if, if Grand Theft Auto had been on the Commodore 64 and I'm looking and I'm like, that shade of tan never existed on the C64. These, this never, and it's such a small, it's such a minor little inconsistency that most people wouldn't care about. But it's like, I did graphics on the Commodore 64. I know what the colors are. And this, mm-hmm. these colors never were never there. You couldn't make those. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, actually, I, I asked this exact question and um, we discussed about color shading and pixels when I once interviewed um, Ron Gilbert, mm-hmm. you know, Simbleweed Park. Yes. And I remember he told us, like, no way, no way I'm going to do this, you yeah. know, like overbloated or turning pixels. And they made, um, they made a new uh, shadow engine. And lightning engine and mm-hmm. lightning the pixels and yeah. you know um, ambient light for pixel graphics. Mm-hmm. That's uh, so yeah. he kind of invented a new thing because he thought that that um, this overblocking, overpixelating mm-hmm. um, retro game graphics are so awful. So yeah. he mixed a kind of um, um, a blur mechanism together with the shading. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, he modernized it a bit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's, it's still looking pixelated, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Never heard about turning pixels. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. Well, I'll I'll have a I'll have to put a video demonstration of that as we're talking about it. So that why why not? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because that is irritating. However, I am I am again talking about going back to Tackleshin. This is. I'm, I'm, no, because, because it is like, I've, I've literally been playing the game as we've been doing this. And I hope no one's been paying too much attention to me looking at the screen. But what, what, what the two of you don't know, earlier we had a conversation um, about Minecraft. So he is totally yes. into yeah. pixel graphics today. Wow. He's totally in the, in yeah, the, yeah. Well, I'm always graphics. into pixel graphics because that's what I did. You know, that's... but today two interviews about yeah. uh, pixel games. <laughs> but but aside from that, you know, the the actual like the gameplay mechanics and everything are are really good in this, and that's that's difficult to pull off on a on a touchscreen you know device you know like like that. To, I I always find these any 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 kind of game that tries to simulate the um, you know like a D pad on these to be tedious and painful and this one is actually really good and you've delineated kind of parts of the screen in which um you know where you jump you know you you tap on that and that's where you jump and how long you tap depend you know modifies where you jump and it's easy to see you know where you um which direction you're going and how fast you're going based on there's a little slider in the side and and i can't really I'll, I'll superimpose something but it can you can see kind of like you know what what you're doing when you go back and forth and it feels it feels natural and it's actually like it's it's actually really comfortable to play more so than a lot of games that that i see like this a lot of platformers on this so i i give you a lot of credit for that because you made a game that is very enjoyable to play and actually very playable Thanks. Within the the limitations of doing it on a touchscreen, so 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 if you need if you need more advertisement slogans, HA has them for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
what he was intending when he made the game was exactly what you were talking about yeah. now. Mm -hmm. um, he wanted it to feel natural and um, to break the limitations of a touchscreen. I have played some role-play games actually on a mobile game and you on the phone you have one area where you can like a joystick mm -hmm. walk and because but because there's no button it was kind of when you slide off of the butt of the button the character stopped walking right right and that was something he wanted to avoid by making the uh, mechanics like that mm -hmm. well if if you break too hard, you can. Uh, if you press too hard, you can actually break the screen. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, that's, but that's the thing that happens because as you're doing it, as you're moving things around, you tend to, at least with me, like my 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 hand wanders, and suddenly, like I'm outside of the area where where it is. Yeah. You know, and and with this, you know, that doesn't. The move area is large enough to where like that doesn't happen, and there's momentum yeah. when the person moves. Like, he starts running, and I take my finger off, and they keep running for a second. Yes. Because they've built up momentum, which is which is really, you know, again, that's something you don't see much in mobile games. A lot of times, as soon as you take your finger off, it stops, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's just that that's been one of my complaints with mobile games for for and Jörg knows this for the longest time is that is that it's just really difficult to control. And you really seem to have captured really good gameplay mechanics in in this which is not not obtrusive and it's not like there's a certain button area you got to press it's like it's natural to just move the character around and jump and do everything you got to do which is which is really good thank you i i uh, learned from the best <laughs> All i know i learned from nintendo <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> but it took a long while till um nintendo actually made the jump on ios on the smartphone mm -hmm. field, they, they, prefer they, to, they prefer to release um, their games on their own hardware. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they are making they are making a lot of money and sales on iOS. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, um, it's not bad. So interesting that you that you um, said that Nintendo was your um, role player. And making the um, controls. Yeah. All right. So, where can people go to find out what you're doing? All the, you know, where can they they find the games? Where's your, um, where can they go online to follow you guys? You've got the 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 gaming uh, page, and you also have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, so, if you want to throw links at us, we will put them in the description. And... Yeah. Sure. Okay. You can follow us on the YouTube channels. Mine is quite dead, so don't follow me there. <laughs> follow him. Um, we have Instagram. I run the Tarkushin Instagram page. He has an Instagram page, Minbeka. Yeah. And uh, the games are on uh, the Google Play Store yes. and um, Itch.io. 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 The yeah. Black Becker. The Black Becker game is on Itch.io. Yeah. I actually downloaded it okay. on my PC yesterday. Yeah. The games. Even though, like, Black Becker was released in 2015 and Takashin was released this year, the games are still growing. They are not just done and finished and we go to the next project and it's over. Um, like, on the last Retro Games Con, we were making a contest, a high score contest, um, and the winners of the contest actually 
are in the game now, in the next versions of the game. So, like, they could um, choose one character, a guy, uh, choose a quokka. A quokka. And we have some bats, and they just could pick any animal. Can you please stop that? Yes. He's... <laughs> He poured, uh, he poured coke over the, the, laptop. the laptop. Yeah, um, <laughs> they they could pick an animal, and he will pixel them in the colors they choose, and they're gonna appear in the next versions of the game. Yes. And also, um, there was this Canadian guy. I don't remember his name. He was making a stream, and he was streaming Black Becker, and he was being kind of rude, and the guys in the chat were insulting him him and making fun of the game and making fun of me and stuff but he took the critic they were uh, having the things they were saying and used it to make the game better hmm. which is really cool because i just get pissed off <laughs> when i read all this nonsense stuff these losers are saying but he just takes all the negativity and turns it into something better and improves the game so whenever anyone has something to say about the games you can email us or write it on instagram or just message us and i will tell him and he's gonna use all this to make the games better and we're gonna also uh, continue making um, high score content uh, contests where people can actually be in the game which is really cool that is yeah mm. <laughs> yeah that's good. Um, you actually you actually said that in one of the future um, uh, versions of Tarkoshin, I will be in it as a character. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a yes. little uh, a little Nefcom monster oh, or something. Lord. Yes. <laughs> what what uh, what what is a Nefcom? <laughs> well, um, the name stands for Commodore Fan Fan Reverse and. C O M are the first three letters of Commodore, and this way it's uh, oh, okay. <laughs> So it stands for Commodore Fan. Commodore Fan. Yeah. But you uh, have to choose an animal. Well, just make a Nefcom uh, monkey or something. A monkey. <laughs> a monkey. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Um, Hmm. Right. Yeah, so I think this is one special thing uh, about the games Min makes because I don't know any game where you can, as a fan or a player, participate so much and be part of the creative process and even be part of the game. So I think that's something that's really sticking out. Sticking out. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I guess there is something similar, and that's called. Open beta at Steam. Okay. Isn't that something similar where people um, can give their feedback while the game is still in beta yes, and still in yeah. development? But of course, the difference is, um, as you said, people can give you um, the feedback in person when they actually see you on, on, on those events. While at Steam, it's more ritual. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they can punch you in the face if they don't like what you did to the oh, game. Oh, they shouldn't. <laughs> they shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a negative side of something. Yeah, positive. that's true. Yeah. But um, the negative sides, I have only experienced online and never in person. Yeah. We only encounter very friendly and uh, great community. Yes. 
because people don't say rude things to you when they stand in front of you, but yes. it's always easy to insult people on the internet. Yeah. I, I do neither. I do neither. I neither insult people on the internet nor in person. Me, me neither, but some people really are very rude. Well, we actually got a, ga uh, a game video, a video on YouTube, which is called uh, We Hate Your Favorite Game. I don't think I would uh, participate in this video again after um, I uh, saw this video of this Canadian guy being so rude about our game that, that broke my heart. Really? <laughs> so I, I wouldn't be so rude about other people's games anymore. Okay. I made a video with the title, um, um, My Favorite Games, um, Everyone Else Hates. Yeah. <laughs> and then I made a video... Um, uh, we Hate Your Favorite Games. We Hate Your Favorite Games, yeah. yes. Hmm. Oh, well, it's actually true. Um, I, guess, I guess the most famous uh, example of a video game that was totally, um, well... How how you say it? Totally made down and um, proclaimed to be bad was Myst, Ooh. for example. Yeah, Myst, 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 yeah. Myst. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? This uh, quick time adventure from '93, yeah. where you oh, are. Cryo. Yeah, where you are, where you are on a lone in the in, the, in this book uh, world. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, the press said it's so bad, don't buy the game. It was a bestseller. Hmm. Um, there, there isn't a, a, a 3D version out there. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yes, a real mist. Hmm. Didn't know that. See, see, hmm. I learned something. Yeah. <laughs> but but I remember that um, that actually some some German press wrote a correction of the original bad review because it was such a bestseller. They had a second look at the same game. And oh. went, okay, <laughs> maybe it isn't so bad after all, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you also have this sometimes in movies. For yeah. Bad movie reviews, but the movie itself is really a bestseller. Yeah. So... Oh, what's happening right now with Animal Crossing? People on um, Metacritics are hating the game. And user score. User score, whatever. Mm. User score. It's it, it's really getting very very bad score, but it's by users. By users, yeah. Mm. But the critics um, are top. Are top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really, really. And I actually said. I actually have to say I heard about the game a couple of times, but never played it myself. I'm Maybe I all should. The time. I I'm playing it all the time. I think three, I already three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at home since three weeks because I can't go to work it, uh, right now. So okay. I'm uh, playing. Corona. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing Animal Crossing all the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Nintendo. Did, 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 did the animal survive so far? Yes. Every <laughs> no animals got hurt during the game <laughs> process. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, thanks, thanks, guys, for taking yeah, the time. Definitely. I'm thank so you. nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. So, have a good evening, guys. Goodbye, right, you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye.